the course. We are dead. We are all dead. We were supposed to make the world a better place. What happened? I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. I know kung fu. You either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. This whole thing is insane. This whole thing is insane. Three hundred years ago, you'd have been burned at the stake. What do all men of power want? More power. This is now the United States of Zombie Land. This whole thing is insane. Man is evil, capable of nothing but destruction. Everybody is stuck with the things that they're not proud of. More power. Welcome to the desert of the real. More power. There can be only one. Are you a God-fearing man, Senator? You're such a strange phrase. I've always thought of God as a teacher, as a bringer of light, wisdom, and understanding. You see, I think what you really are afraid of is me. Happy heresies and welcome to the desert of the real. Heresy shouldn't be this much fun, but it is, it just is. Especially with the latest AB Live, audio version for thee in this eternal now. Think you've decoded all the occult secrets of 9-11? The virtual Alexandria begs to differ, as we provided new research. Ian from formerly Gnostic World Awakening returned with novel findings on this event as well as other insights, including esoteric symbolism in Pinocchio, pop music revelations, and more. Prepare to have your mind expanded and reality disbanded. The Archons were busy with this show. I was struggling with a fever and a stomach bug. Ian had to deal with Canadian Wi-Fi and note issues. But under the guidance of Vance, we forged ahead to forge fascinating revelations. Take that, Yaldi Baldi. The Virtual Alexandria Academy is now open. Learn about the Gnostic teachings and spiritual rituals in a flexible online course that fits your busy schedule. Regardless of your experience or understanding of the Gnostics, you'll find amazing value in the Virtual Alexandria Academy. More than 30 hours of high-octane, easily understood Gnostic education. The feedback and attendance have been phenomenal since it came out in December. Don't forget my voiceover availability for any podcast, commercial, audiobook, documentary, or whatevs. I'll bring you stellar results with down-to-home professionalism. And don't forget, I do have an Amazon wish list and a fantastic merch store. Other than that, let us to our latest AB Live. Keep working on those symbols to not just decipher them, but experience them for your liberation. Here in the Matrix, full of all its butt slaves of the creator gods in the established order. Matrix is a system, Neil. 
That system is our enemy. But when you're inside, you look around, what do you see? Businessmen, teachers, lawyers, carpenters, the very minds of the people we are trying to save. But until we do, these people are still a part of that system and that makes them our enemy. You have to understand, most of these people are not ready to be unplugged. And many of them are so inert, so hopelessly dependent on the system that they will fight to protect it. Were you listening to me, Neo? Or were you looking at the woman in the red dress? I was... Look again. Freeze it. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the virtual Alexandria for an AV Live. My name is Miguel, and I am your Pompadas of Gnosis. The Virtual Alexandria also provides the Virtual Alexandria Academy. For those of you watching on video, you just saw a clip, and the feedback has been phenomenal. Uh, and even better, I keep adding courses. Recently added the Gnostic Jesus, and we'll be adding the course Gnosticism and Stargates, a, a reboot and upgrade from the Astronosis Conference. So my goal is to make sure you always have the tools to understand the spiritual tech call Gnosis. And so happy to see everybody. <clears throat> Excuse me. So happy to see everybody already going into the chat room. You guys know the drill about questions. And Vance and I will try to take care of it. We got a a hunk of hunk of burning gnosis tonight. And I just saw a alert. The king's daughter has passed away. Elvis's daughter is no longer with us. So for obviously for somebody like me who contends Elvis is the greatest shaman in the history of North America, and I will make that case, this is uh, definitely strikes to the core that uh, Michael, that yes, Lisa Marie Presley, Michael Jackson's wife, the daughter of Elvis Presley died very young, only 54. So that definitely has some uh, weight. But such is life. The Archons strike, the Aeons take care of business in the end and make it all right. So with us, it is very an honor and a pleasure to have back Ian. And is it from Gnostic World Awakening? or you've uh, No, it has changed. Uh, now it's Pop Music Decoded. Pop Music Decoded. Yeah. Dot com. Well, well, thank you for coming on. But you're, are you just going to focus on pop music or are you going to change to pop music and uh, other events to go? I don't know. We'll see where it leads. Uh, right now, I have uh, 34 uh, artists that have been uh, decoded. Uh, and um, we'll see if I find more. So far, I haven't found some too much that are interesting enough to. Uh, to add to the website, but maybe also the viewers can, uh, if they have some, they can send me. Uh, I will uh, check that out. For sure, for sure. Yeah, just you got to lean into it. I mean, what mm -hmm. AM Byte is like when I started, very different from today. I just sort of, yeah. you find your vo voice, people have needs that they want yeah, to yeah, be yeah. satisfied, and you just lean on it and you'll be fine. Uh, yes, Stephanie, Elvis was a healer. He was indeed. There's a lot of evidence that he could heal people and uh, just by putting his hands on them over and over with many witnesses, uh, different witnesses. And he could even he, he heal people that were almost dead. He healed people that had heart attacks and he could heal from a distance. So, yes, but obviously he's in another state of form, so he couldn't heal his daughter this time. 
Uh, but so it is. So anyway, um, I don't have any uh, housekeeping right now. Uh, great shows coming on the whole year and coming soon. Next week, we have the honor of having Bat Ola Wolny. She will give us the second part of her excellent talk on the Archon Control of the Zodiac. We have shows on Alien Abduction, Occult Russia, uh, Prometheism and Atlantis, and uh, uh, Sophia and her battle with the Archons, with the amazing Enna Reitort, who we're also returning for her follow-up book to Krivda. So a lot of excellent shows, and we're just getting started. Your liberation is the most important thing in the world. So speaking of liberation, the truth shall set us free. And uh, with us, somebody who always speaks the truth and walks the truth, that's the Moondog Vance. Vance, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm fine tonight. Sorry to hear about uh, Lisa Marie Presley. So I saw the Holy Mountain not too long ago, but there's no symbolism in that movie. So I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, nah. <laughs> that's all it is. <laughs> amazing film, amazing film. So, so I, I love symbolism in movies. So I'm really yeah. looking forward to this. Yeah, and you're right, Gregory. Elvis was very much into theosophy. One, another thing, you just keep keeping and covering. He read the Gospel of Thomas. Elvis knew about the Gnostics. Uh, you name it, alien visitations, uh, magic. He was into it. But again, the whole point, right, Ian, is that there's the formal narrative that we get in pop culture and uh, history about from our history to even our... Uh, our guards and our leaders and then there's the truth underneath which is always very different than the, the standard narrative we get yeah awesome well why don't we get started yeah tonight we're going to cover a, a lot of very cool ground so why don't we begin with our favorite event yeah. tell us about this okay. first i wanted to mention that i made change to my website the website is very new. It's only been there a few months. I recently changed the name to popmusicdecoded.com. I made some change to the website, so I removed some of the things that were a bit off-putting or speculative too much. And I am uh, asking for feedback for the website. Uh, this audience is kind of the test bed for it. So if you find my presentation and the website useful, if you have questions or constructive comments, or if you disagree with even, even if you disagree with some things, please let me know. I will answer each and every one of you. There is a contact page on the website, so you can reach me there. So I wanted to say that first. And yeah, I wanted yeah, to ask have, you. Uh, sorry, yeah. Uh, yeah, we have that scrolling. We'll have it on the show notes. Uh, somebody also mentioned that we lost Jeff Beck, the great really? Morpheus of the yesterday. So okay. that's a big oh, loss. Yeah. He was 78, but still, it's uh, sad yeah. when these giants and uh, gods, if you would, start departing the world. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry for the interruption. Please continue. Yeah, no, I wanted to ask you, Miguel and Vance, if you ever heard of the Qatar prophecy uh, that said seven on, past 700 years, the laurel shall be grain again. Yes, in fact, yes. we did a show on the day last year because it's been oh, okay, 700 okay, okay. years now. Okay, and, so uh, it's all no, okay, so then uh, I don't need to mention. Because for me, I think this this prophecy wasn't some, some I, I think there's some people that tried to restart the Qatar church recently, but I don't think that the, it will come back 
the prophecy was about Catharism coming back as it was back then. I think it's more Gnosticism that's making a comeback if the prophecy is right. I think it's right because it's really making a big comeback. And your your fine podcast is certainly a big, big uh, step and important uh, milestone in that. Thank you. Um, yeah, it won't be churchy. It's going to be very edgy. You hear more and yeah. more people talk about the Matrix, the simulation, the Archon. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Gonna, yeah. No, it's going to be the, more revolutionary, if you know what I because mean. Because <laughs> the form, the exterior form of the church of the is the like a shell, you know. It's what's inside that matters. The shell now is is, is going to need a new shell. It's not going to be the same one. And I think my my website too is participating of that. Uh, so we could start with uh, a bit of an arithmology of 9/11. Sure. Uh, 9/11 was, among other things, in my view, an occult ritual long in the planning. There was a publication called The New Age in the early 20th century uh, that uh, mentioned that the New World Order will start in September of 2001. So it was uh, more than maybe more than a uh, hundred years ago, the maybe uh, 80 years before the around before the uh, the event itself of 9/11. And the last ritual event with a comparable importance for the world was the fall of the Berlin Wall, which occurred on 11 9 of 1989. The symbolic meaning of the fall of the Berlin Wall was the merger of the capitalist West with the communist East and one integrated world system. So you have 9-11 in 2001, and then in 1989, you have 11 9. But in French, we put the the date before the month so for us 9 11 is the fall of the Berlin wall uh, the symbolism of number nine in uh, 9 11 is okay is important because it's the last numeral nine and uh so it evokes at the end of a cycle and the beginning of something new there's also nine months to a pregnancy so uh, in French, to nine is neuf, and neuf is the same word that says new. Oh, wow. The same word, same wording, same uh, phonetic. So, sorry, I'm reading my notes. That's okay. Okay, and the sequence of 9-11 from 9 to 11, there is another number, which is... 10 that is negatively implied and jumped upon the sequence. 10 for the Pythagorean was the perfect number that the union of the masculine principle one and feminine zero represents or goal. Here jumped over in the sequence. But the, the ritual is really centered on number 11. 11 represent Jacqueline and Boaz, the two pillars of Freemasonry. One is going upward and the other downward. Hell, heaven, hell and heaven, hell, heaven. Duality. 9 plus 1 plus 1 is also 11. There were 110 stories to the World Trade Center. First flight to it with World Trade Center was flight 11 from American Airlines. And more importantly, the Twin Towers formed a giant. Uh, 
Did I just lose Ian or just are you there, Vince? Uh, he's yeah, I'm here. Um, he's frozen. Damn, the bushes oh, no. got him. Dick Dick Cheney got him <laughs> from an undisclosed <laughs> location. <laughs> he's on a hunting trip by his house. All right, well, let's hopefully we get Ian back because it was just good. Uh, well, I hope everybody's enjoying. Yeah, we got some <laughs> already some uh, some good quotes and everything. No questions. Uh, and I think I already did the uh, I think I already did the housekeeping. So I don't know what to do. Pope Ratzinger. Yes, I don't know if you want to put Pope Ratzinger next to the uh, deaths of uh, Lisa Marie Presley and Jeff Beck, because people, of course, are talking about uh, is this, a, you know, bad things happens in three events. Right. So. I think we'll inflation is probably adding another one these days. <laughs> <laughs> Things happen in fours. In fours. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, we we shall see again. Uh, these are some strange. This is the age of Hermes. So there's a lot of things that are going to be very weird. And we just got to gotta keep uh, surfing, the, surfing the insanity for insights and uh, go from there. Yeah, Jeff, that is true. Yeah, we did mention it. Yeah. We lost Jeff Beck yesterday, Lisa Marie Presley today, and now, uh, with, will there be a third? That's the key. Well, I'm going to check my phone to see what happened. Did Trudeau cut him off, too? There's always another possibility. Yeah, I was wondering if she had a heart condition already or something else happened. I think he's back. Here he is. I'm here. I'm back. Whoop. <laughs> oh, I don't know what's happened. Uh, maybe my internet cut off. I don't know what happened. Yeah, you just froze. You froze. Okay, so. sorry. For exactly uh, eleven seconds. Yeah, <laughs> you're talking about uh, through. Yeah, your prime minister cutting you off because he don't want you to talk. Castro, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Now a lot right. of people think that uh, the data. Uh oh. I wonder what's going on. I hope we don't have to reschedule if he doesn't get it going. We might. It happens. Uh, yeah, this is not uh, not a good omen. Yeah, there's burps here and there. Here, I'm going to remove him so he can jump back in. <laughs> yeah, I don't know anything about Canadian Wi-Fi. So <laughs> Hopefully it's better than their health care from what I hear. All right. Well, I added him, and he's just as bad. Remove. We could do audio only on him, maybe. Yeah, yeah, we might have to do that. And But if that doesn't work, I don't know. We might have to reschedule. It's happened. It's uh, I think it's only the second time we've had to reschedule an AB Live in two or three years. So it's not bad odds, Vince. Not bad at all. All right. Well, thank you, Skins. You're definitely going to tell us what you feel and how it is. <laughs> oh, it's free. Interesting. Yep, they get what they pay for. Sorry. Yeah, what's going on? It must be on your end. Hmm. My internet's normally working fine. All right. Well, let's see what happens. If it happens again another two times, we, we just might have to reschedule oh. for next week. Okay. 
So now a lot of people think that the data of 9-11 was chosen deliberately by the perpetrators of the attacks because of the correspondence with the dial 911 for the association with fear and trauma. I think it's the other way around. I think probably the emergency dial was chosen like that because it was going to be the day the World Trade Center was going to be imploded. Now, if you look on any remote control, you will see Uh, sorry. No worries. Do you still want to stick to this or go to the second slide? No, no, stay, stay here for now. Okay. Uh, oh, did I said that? Okay, nine plus one plus one is eleven. There are there were 110 stories to the World Trade Center. First flight to it, the World Trade Center was flight 11 from American Airlines. And more importantly, the Twin Towers formed a giant 11 for everyone to see. Wow. Okay, so, uh, so that's what I, I missed because of the cutting. Now, if you look on any remote control, we will see that as a symbol for pause, you can put the next slide. The next slide, okay. Yeah, first slide, actually. Uh, no, the other one before. Yeah. You so uh, you see uh, another eleven, and a striking resemblance to the World Trade Center. And so my uh, my view on things is that on that is that the um, the pause symbol was chosen for its association with the World Trade Center. So that when the planes hit the World Trade Center, it was like pushing the pause button and having us being kept in that moment of fear and trauma on pause, posing the unconscious of uh, millions of people at the same time. And every time you press the pause button on a remote, you're reinforcing this programmation that is a form of magic, really. Um, yeah, so I said that. So do you think it was a, a, a giant magical ritual? Well, I think it was, it was this part was, a, it was, it was in preparation in the occult, like I, I said, for decades and previous, mm -hmm. no. because it was the, starter for the new world order the real starter that makes after that every change that happened in society so quick it all happened because we're frozen in that moment psychologically in fear we're fear so with fear it appears a separator so you can accomplish a lot of things uh this type of magic is also on the one dollar bill with the pyramid and the, mm -hmm. the because they use our psychic energy to make their goals happen so that's another example. I think, uh, for my part, I think is a good chance that this pause symbol is uh, exactly that uh, a programmation of our minds and a desire for a desired outcome. Uh, okay. Yeah, it certainly was in preparation. I'm sure you guys know of the famous picture of uh, that portrayed. I think it's David Rockefeller where he's in front of the World Trade Center and his watch is at 9-11. So something was going on. Mm -hmm. 
Next slide. Like I said, no, no, next slide. Uh, it's a form of magic. It's okay, I said that. Okay, that's another thing. Uh, yeah, okay. It works, the 9-11 the, the symbolism, uh, I think, uh, program worked because we are illiterate symbolically. We're not learned to according importance to symbol and because we don't, our unconscious mind is being programmed by it. Once you see it, once you see the programmation, the progression, the programmation stops you. You're no longer, once you're conscious of it, it's no longer as operate on you, or at least not at the same visceral level. So that's what, what I had to say on 9-11. Um, so the next music video is uh, sh the first shot of uh, a music video by George Harrison called um, When We Was Fab. Harrison is a very important coded artist. He was with the Beatles. He was with the Traveling Wilburys. He is in solo also. When we was fab as three W's, and that refers to Hebraic letters like the letter uh, Vol, that is the equivalent of the W. And uh, because it's it's the it uh, the W and the converted to Hebraic gives six six six, okay because it's supposedly about the Beatles and the good old times because everybody knows the Fab Four. So it's about it's supposed to, about, to be about the Fab Four, but it's actually about the good old days of prime creation. Mm. And we uh, will explain that. It's very, very uh, profound and interesting. So, uh, and for those who think that 666 was only to do with the Emperor Nero and Rome, Think again, it might have been so initially, but now it is uh, used to symbolize evil in general and the, even the, the human condition. Did you know, Miguel, Miguel, sorry, and Vance, that we have 666 on our money in Canada? No. Yeah. On wow. the $20 bills, really? there is three sets of six perforations. Uh, the the rationale is that it's for the blind so that they uh, are able of uh, differentiating between uh, uh, money. But still, it's this it's three perforation of they could have put anything. You know, they put six uh, three three section of six perforations on the twenty dollar bill in Canada, and it's everywhere. We'll see. Uh, I have a few more example uh, for tonight. To get back to when we were five, the song is supposed to be about the Beatles. Everybody knows that because that is the five forward. The problem is here is like so much thing in life, we observe things superficially because nothing in this song is about the Beatles or the good old days of the five four. It's rather about the good old days of prime creation from which we fell. Fab refers to the unity that was in prime creation where eventually, uh, where everything, sorry, worked like a fabulous gear. So the first shot 
shows a hand making the one number and sign. Then the next uh, show two. So it's from unity to duality. So we were in unity and prime creation. We fell and now we're in duality. And I think it's also uh, a representation of the inner mind of the God of the world from unity to duality. Uh, uh, yeah. This refers to the separation of the spiritual couple and also, I think, to the state of mind of the God, like I said, of the world from unity to duality. Uh, next slide, please. All through the video, the music video, Arison as an avatar, the god of the world, is uh, showing, is shown with his back against the wall, and that is the key to the whole thing. Let me explain. George Arison had three hits in the 80s. The first one was, I got my mind set on you, that we analyzed last time I was on. I explained that. It was about, it was the God of the world strictly speaking at you and Duolingo and telling you that he has his mind set on you on a dual purpose. So this was last time. I, and he has two other is in the 80s. One is this one, when we was fab. And he has also another one that's called uh, All Those Years Ago. When we was fab, suppose about the veto. All Those Years Ago is supposed to be about John Lennon. But in All Those Years Ago, there's a line that said, you were the one they backed up to the wall all those years ago. And it's supposed to be about John Lennon. When was Lennon ever back to a wall? He was idolized his whole life. But what is the coincidence with these two hits? This is only with the other one I mentioned, two hits of the 80s. We see just that in the music video for When We Was Fab. We see a man with his back against a wall. And wall is a Masonic uh, terminology also. Symbology, I should say, sorry, not terminology. Uh, and I think that having his back against a wall represents the situation the God of the world was in when he created the world, meaning he had no other choice. Oh, yeah, I wanted to mention that my website and the foreword to my website, I mentioned the Baphomet as a representation of the God of the world. Mm -hmm. And uh, some people were shocked. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, for, to me, it seems a perfect fit. Uh, I will explain because uh, first, he has a goat God head. Okay. He has uh, the Dexter of Christ, too, on his right hand. So that's important. So that shows it's, it's not a purely negative figure. And uh, he has his other hand pointing down. And uh, is in a pose similar to the god Vishnu mm -hmm. in India, who often are, is represented with his right hand up and his left hand like that down. So it's not purely a negative figure. Uh, he has also uh, attributes, feminine attributes. So nurturing a breast, so might allude to his uh, uh, his uh, side of being mother nature. 
uh, and at least from, to me, it seems like a good fit. So I put it like that. But I wanted to mention that even if you don't agree with everything on the website, the, on the forward of the website, uh, it's just me. It's not perfect. It's just me trying to give a context for the unveiling of pop music. And this is what is important, I think, for everybody to <coughs> face and uh, study and understand because it, it's, 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 a it's a whole revelation that concerns us all. It's very, very important. I can stress that. It certainly have changed my, my life personally completely, the understanding of these things. Because when you understand that these things are really coded and they're not coded by artists that uh, try to make themselves uh, edgy by putting Gnostic themes in their work, uh, Arison here is doing that on command of the power behind the world we're in. Okay, so that's not a joke. And that's something humanity has never had, something like that. So these documents are vitally important. They have been completely blacked out. Nobody, uh, I've never, I never seen, I, I searched on the internet. Nobody mentioned this uh, pre previous to me. Uh, what's written there? Okay, Stasi, it's not what I see. <laughs> Yeah, just putting out a little news around the world. Government's cracking down and the truth will set us free. I think that we're never going to get out of the mess we are in now without truth. And this is true, what I'm trying to explain. The esoteric of pop music is not just another thing. It is the revelation. It is revelation and is the main thing humanity has got to face right now i think it's not like uh, okay, i read that yeah it's a revelation from the power behind the scenes so it has to be humanity never has such a thing and so it is of capital importance so next slide Okay, so this is the lyric. So it's supposed to be a song about the Beatles, about when we was fab. Start nothing, and there's, I will read the lyrics. You will see that there's nothing in it that has nothing to do with uh, uh, with the Beatles. Wake up in the days, arrive like stranger in the nights. The one that I arrive in stranger in the nights are the twin couple of the male incarnate is this male spirit and the twin soul, twin sister. So that yes, Krakaraces, please. I'm not gonna analyze the lyrics because it will be too tedious. But just take a look at this and and start to think like philosophers and thinkers, and tell me what's about the Beatles. There, it has nothing to do about the Beatles. Long time ago when we was fab, and the, but the style of the music is like the Beatles. And at some point, uh, Arison is wearing his costume for such and purpose. So yeah, it has to be about the Beatles. But when you look in depth, like so many things in life, we look superficially and we miss the boat. And uh, you are my world, you are my only love. And when you're in this world, the fuzz gonna come and claim you. But you mow the better wise when the buzz gonna take you away. It has nothing to do with the beetle. It's talking about a complete different different thing. And I explained um, the meanings of the lyrics on the website, so if you can go check it out. Um, yeah, I mean, you could 
There is a case. John Lennon was under surveillance of the FBI. He was mm. in trouble with the American government, and his death, of course, is suspicious. But yeah, this doesn't. This looks completely different than some homage to John Lennon. <laughs> no, this one is not the homage to John Lennon. This one is the homage to the Fab Four. To his memories of being of the Fab Four, supposedly, but there's nothing about the Fab Four in it. So it's a completely different right. subject. And uh, well, I deciphered all the lyrics. They all mean something. They're all important. Uh, so you have to go to the to the website to uh, to to read these. Of course. So next next slide, please. Uh, yeah. Okay. So you see, in front of him, passing in front of uh, Arison, is a couple. One is uh, all striped, black and white, and the man is white. Uh, is black. Sorry. And there's a woman in red, and, and that uh, the inmate uh, costume almost uh, seemed to refer to the incarnated male spirit. And uh, on the right is the red, and red is the heart. Uh, so they pass in front. And next slide. Were you paying attention, Neil, or were you looking at the and woman next in slide, red? <laughs> when another woman passed in front of Harrison, her, her purse had been. Uh, emptied out, so loss of money, and money is a code and uh, the esoteric of pop music of energy that is being taken away from us. Sometimes they use fat symbol, sometimes they use money. So she has she's passing in front of Arison, the god, and she loses money. She has no money in her pocket, in her back purse. So next one. So you see the through the. We'll see more at the end, but he has many hands coming out of, uh, of him. And this is because, and then people are thinking, well, yes, that's because it's an Indian deity because uh, Arison loved India. He was friend with the, the Maharishi. Uh, he was friend with Ravi Shankar and all of that. But it's not that because in Indian, in Indian mythology, the gods have multiple hands to to signify that they are gods with uh, a lot of power and omnipotence over humanity. And we will see at the end, he has all his end going out like that uh, at the same time. But now what's, what's special is that one of his end is writing on the wall fab, okay? Some nostalgia for prime creation mm -hmm. that he has. So it's a god and it's in duality. And on the surface, it's like about, uh, George Harrison uh, thinking and nostalgia to, uh, but like I, I showed the uh, the lyrics, there's nothing about the fab. Fab is not that. Fab is us when we were in prime creation, which we fell from. And we see one of the hands is is, is uh, putting a cuff on the hand that wrote fab on the wall and have it uh, Fixed at the at the on the on the guitar so that it cannot do any more arm. Uh, so it's, it's a god in duality. And again, the Baphomet is the god of duality. One end pointing up, one end pointing down. Uh, good and bad. Uh, and also, I didn't mention, but the Baphomet has uh, on his right arm solve the alchemical term, but it also means solving an answer. Because the right side, by being righteous, by doing the right thing, you go up, and by doing the other, you go down. So it's kind of an honest uh, 
uh, statement or, or uh, uh, I don't know in English how to say it, but uh, mm -hmm. it's um, it's uh, well, let's put it a statement. I don't have a better word. Okay, so. Uh, Okay, so next slide, please. So here is presented in his uh, uh, Sgt. Pepper uh, outfit because the album Sgt. Pepper is probably the most coded album of all time. It's not because it's about the Fab Four, it's because it's about coding. And this movie, this music video is the main coded video that he made in his solo career. Uh, it's all uh, symbolical, so it's. Uh, I explained to. I have a section on the Beatles, and I explained uh, on the website uh, the first two. I think it's the first two songs of uh, Sgt. Pepper, and explained the meaning Billy Shears that often are coming in a popular songs that are coded like uh, the term Billy. I think it signifies a little Bahal, a Bahal miniature. Mm. Uh, so, and uh, uh, there's Billy Shears and the Sergeant Pepper. Shears is a pair of scissors because he's supposed to cut himself from his true love. So, Billy is in each and every one of us. And, uh, and I'm not going to explain it all. You have to read the website, but it's an interesting one to uh, the, this one. So, okay, so next slide, please. So we see a guy passing. He has the album Imagine by John Lennon. And uh, uh, there, and the other song that I said that is related, it's about the past two, is uh, all those years ago. There's another reference to Imagine, but the thing we have to understand is that it's not Imagine of John Lennon. It's the imagine of the God of the world. It's the imagine of the material world. Nothing less than that, okay, that we're shown. Uh, and there's a line, like I said, in the, the other song all those years ago where he said, you were the one who, who imagined it all. But he's not talking about Lenin. He's talking about mm -hmm. the, the God of the world, the Demiurge. So there, these artists are on, not payroll, but they're on strings okay they do what they have to do there he didn't dream these songs the, the, the songs are perfectly coded the words the the music video it's all coding and it's very 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 important we can't neglect that we can't let that just oh it's another thing it's not okay so next uh, slide yeah there is sean throwing uh one of his hand uh is throwing the what's left of an apple that has been eaten. And that is, again, a re reference to the Garden of Eden or prime creation. Or uh, uh, And it's also, on the surface, could be attributed to the label uh, apple of the Beatles. They had a, but it's not that, really. It's about something much, much deeper than that. It's uh, about uh, the fact that the God shows us that he has had this experience with us and for him, it's done. Okay, so next slide, please. 
and another clue that the god that Arison represents the god of the world in the music video is that when a guy passes in front, he starts waving, like the vibra vibrational nature of of uh, the material world. So he's waving when he passes in front of George Arison. So next slide. So at the end, you can see uh, uh, people rushing towards him with their head down like that, like they're getting into him. And this is all the incarnated spirit that get in, into the, the matrix we're in and plungings toward him. And you can see that the wall, his wall, is blocking much better and more important construction in the background than the, than the wall itself. So what it's saying, I think, is that we could be in a much better world, in a much better uh, uh, world than the world we are in now. Uh, there's also another thing. I don't know what it means. We don't see it fully here, but it, it starts to... Maybe you know uh, Miguel and Vince. I don't know. I, I, he has this himself getting out of himself and then getting out of himself and getting out of himself six times i think hmm. and i don't know what it means that's so if somebody know about maybe indian uh, uh mythology i don't know what it means no i have to think about it okay so next Watch one again. next one you see again the omnipotence this is a god this is not george harrison he has all his end out and uh He's uh, Miguel. Miguel is is he gone? Okay. No, I'm also a demigod too. I can change reality. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I just need uh, water. My internet seems to be fine though. I was gonna stay like that. Um, yeah. So the the multiple ends here again signifies omnipotence and power. So it's not about George Harrison liking Indian stuff. It's about something else. And of course, you can, the lyrics, the lyrics are very important for the full meaning of the, the piece. So next slide, please. Okay, so this is the one uh, from the, the uh, group called Depeche Mode. Depeche Mode in English. It's a French word, actually, Depeche. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it's about the spiritual couple. Is there more important coding material that they have? They push more this music video. It's about uh, halo. This is the title. A halo, as you must all know, is what is represented over the head of saints above the crown chakra, and represents that the alchemical, alchemical wedding has been accomplished. Uh, we see in the music video why it doesn't happen to most of us. The first scene shows the caravan of the Demiurge portrayed here as a gypsy in the desert because we are far from homeland. The couple we see represent the spiritual couple of the incarnated male, uh, the incarnated male spirit and the twin sister. Uh, like I explained last time I was on the show. Yeah, like I explained last time I was on the show. The human man and woman are in fact a material exterior rendition of our inner workings. 
So the romantic relationships between men and women leading to the climax of sexual intercourse are an imitation of something that must happen inside each individual. And if we add a L in front of imitation, because we're talking about imitation, we get limitation. And when the imitation takes precedence over the real thing, there is a subtle form of evil right there. And when I say we are all incarnate in male spirit, I'm not putting down women. I understand that being a woman is a different experience than being a man. And women are obviously very important in humanity, among other things, because they represent something that is absent from the world, what I call the twin sister or a true spiritual art. They represent it, but they are not it. No more than a beautiful painting of nature is the nature itself. That is key understanding. Women were giving an automaton or biocomputer that evokes the twin sister. And also in dual fashion, what takes its place in our male minds, the matrix of modern nature. And the end, the difference between men and women are in fact trivial spiritually because we are all male spirit and we get fooled the same way and by the same things and we are adaptable also. Our twin sister is not adaptable and she doesn't get fooled like us. Since we are all male of the couple, we are the protector of the other part, that is the twin sister. So we're all protectors, men and women. That's our function. That's what we are as spirits. Um, Love yes, Depeche gonna... Mode. They're still very popular. <clears throat> Great band. They still sell out. Well, Depeche Mode? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, it... It's a pretty dark band too. Uh, yeah, I know that's why I love them. <laughs> okay, they have a dark. Um, I wouldn't even touch them. They're so dark that because I understand the meaning and uh, right. uh, they're just too dark. I don't want to depress people. Uh, so I, I will explain size. The everything is important. That you see the caravan, you see the couple that we're gonna see more in the future, future, uh, future pictures. And uh, you see clothes left to dry, so the air element is there. And it's, and it's important, uh, I've seen it, and at least another important uh, coded music video. So next picture, we see the twin sister, because it's a spiritual couple, as I said, uh, I can explain. She's uh, in conversation with the, the Demiurge because she's prisoner there. Uh, okay, we can go to. He never speaks to the male spirit. He always mm. speaks to the the twin sister in the music video. The male spirit seems uh, clueless, it's living the life, doesn't understand what's going on. So next, next slide, please. So to be, make sure that <laughs> our dumb uh, uh, sleep intelligence are gonna be able to understand that it's the god of the world that is. Uh, that is uh, speaking there. They show this uh, background, the strongest man in the universe, Saturn. Okay, Saturn, uh, and then we can see uh, another shot. Next shot, please. Next uh, slide. He is there, okay? So he is Saturn, this is him. And underneath his feet is a cage where the spiritual couple that we've seen is in. 
Okay, that cannot be more clear than that. I mean, it's almost like a flashing light of look at that. It is important, but we don't see it. We just say, oh, well, okay, they, they just arrived one day and they put that in the... No, it's important. It's revelation we, we never had in previous, because this one, we can be sure. It's not this, this artist that they're doing it for the power behind the scenes. Okay, they don't do it for themselves to make themselves edgy or interesting. And we will see. So he has the cage in which the primordial couple is in. Uh, next slide. So we see the primordial couple, that is the male spirit incarnated, and the twin sister, that is the true spiritual art and soul. They're trying to, to coordinate by juggling. So they're trying to form a unit. So this is what needs to happen uh, if you want to accomplish the, the alchemical wedding. You have to fuse the two, so they have to go and uh, they have to be coordinated. Coincid, coincide, coincide is not a word, but uh, be meant to coincide together. And the one that has to adapt is the male spirit by becoming like Christ. <laughs> So that's not in the video, but that's uh, really what's what it is. Uh, and so they're the juggling. And next slide. Oh, now she's trying. She's putting a ball around him, trying to show him tricks. So this shows that she's the wise one, and he's the one that's learning from her. Next slide, please. Okay, so you can see in the first image we have uh, at the left, we had a halo that's broken in two parts, okay? So the halo is broken because the union hasn't been achieved, and it's not achieved because we're not living the right the way in the way that it can happen, and this is the goal. So they're telling us in those videos, what is the goal? They're mocking us because we're too dumb, we don't see it. And on the, the right side, we get strong man. Okay, so remember that the, the Dave Gahan character that you represent was the strongest man in the universe. And the strong man that is not strong that we see is the juggling uh, male spirit that is not strong enough to be stronger than the stronger man in the universe. And that is because of him that the halo is not accomplished. I hope I'm clear. I think I'm clear. So, and next slide. Well, at the end, he's shown uh, getting the ball, and there's, there's a uh, shift from uh, daytime to nighttime. Uh, he's alone and left alone. So, it's, it's, I think it probably represents what happens when he's incarnated. He doesn't have the twin sister uh, to really show him tricks, he has to do it all on his, all his own. And uh, okay, so the next uh, the next uh, image, please. So at the end of the music video, we see the twin sister saying no to the demiurge adjoining him. She makes no with her head, and she next slide. She goes after that with the male spirit, cover herself from the rain on underneath the the caravan of the demiurge, probably waiting for another cycle of incarnation okay so it's all in a trivially uh, appearing uh, little music video but they they go with 
to some lens to really show us that it's important with the background of the strongest man in the universe, all of that. But the thing is, when we see these things, we think about humans. We don't think it's about something inside of you. Mm-hmm. That's the that's why that's the trick they put on us, so they can show us the most extraordinary, important thing, and we don't really see it. So it's a mockery in that sense. Well said. Okay, that's it for that one. Uh, yeah. Next slide, please. Okay, so this one is called No More I Love Yous. This is from Alina Knox from Eurythmics. We had a look at one of her of their music videos last time I was on the show. Uh, it was called um, There Must Be an Angel Playing With My Heart. Right. This one is a very, it's from Solo Carry of, of uh, Anilin Knox, and it, it's a very dark mockery, but very true at the same time, of a process that is happening to most of us. It should give you goosebumps or even make you cry when you understand what it is truly about. Mm. It is really important to understand it for, for one thing, it proves the Gnostic worldview. Like the other music video we just analyzed. Because what I when I first uh, deciphered all these music videos a couple of years ago, when uh, it t- took a lot of time before I did the the website but uh what i found that was closest to the message that's shown in his music video is gnosticism uh, this piece is about the twin sister or you could call her sophia in her aspect of the last goddess uh, and christ represents generally in gnostic mythology what the incarnated male spirit has to become to save her and unify with her here it doesn't happen and i'll explain why First, she's, and the, the, the song's called No More I Love You. So it's about the twin sister losing a language of love, not being able to communicate what she has inside. So this is the soul, the heart and soul, a true spiritual soul, not being able to communicate the love or, or language of love, agape, because she's ignored, ignored in a world where we are all male spirits, and that's why you see ballerina that are gracious like men. Mm-hmm. They're not gracious. What's gracious is the center, what's the real show is the twin sister. But we're uh, spending our time playing games of, of, uh, of uh, imitation. So the gra- gracious uh, ballerinas are in fact men because the world we are in is a world where the true feminine element is absent. Um, yeah okay so next one sorry i'm just saying there we got any linux on the a half moon or the sorry the crescent moon sending down on the crescent moon oh sorry uh <laughs> i made a mistake with my notes who's talking in your background uh sorry uh, 
any questions or comments from you or the audience fans? Um, I don't see any from the audience. Uh, we're talking about various things. I think I forget an important elements. Yeah, I'm just taking it all in. I don't know. You know how, how do you how do you possibly you know you got to study these things for a long time to decode these. You know, well, so yeah, I don't know. I did it really. It's uh, part uh, unexplainable. It's, it's I didn't research it. I didn't search for it. It's just find me. It seemed there's a tremendous um, um, tremendous. Uh, synchronicity and all of that that i can't explain uh yeah it took me uh took me a while to uh, to uh theorize it all and to come with the i just wonder if i even uh did i did i talk about uh the fact that the ex the material uh, the human man and woman are in fact a material exterior rendition of our inner workings yeah so the romantic relationship between man and woman mm -hmm. uh leading to the site uh, did i mention that i don't remember it maybe miguel seems to think you did though well maybe i know it's true <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think Mark Jefferson was asking about the names of the god of this world. Well, they're endless, right? Endless. Yeah. Yahweh, Jehovah, the Demiurge, Saturn, Cronus. Uh, I think I forgot one page. Sorry. Uh, can we go back to uh, the last shot of Velo, please? The last one before. Yeah. So, uh, like I explained last time, I was on the show. The human man and woman are, in fact, a material exterior rendition of our inner workings. So, the romantic relationship between man and woman, leading to the climax of sensual intercourse, are an imitation of something that must happen inside each individual. Each individual. And if we add a hell in front of imitation, we get limitation. And when the imitation takes precedence over the real thing. There is there a subtle form of evil right there. So that's what I forgot to say. And there you have it, my beloved true seekers. Ian with a keen eye on what's behind the simulation. And he continues in our second part with findings on Pinocchio, Katy Perry, Michael Jackson, and the Gnostic sage, Mani. Please support this Red Bill Cafeteria if you find any value in the content. It will cost you less than a buck per episode, and that's a deal of your many lifetimes. And again, join the Virtual Alexandria Academy to finally get Gnosticism. The alternative spirituality and philosophy of the Gnostics are more critical than ever in this Philip K. Dick world and Gnostic times. Yet this is our time to shine like crazy diamonds. We hide priests and priestesses of Hermes, the god of thieves, and Sophia, the goddess of smugglers. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being yourself, your true self, here in the desert of the real. Hello and goodbye, as always.
If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.